You're at the right place, right place. At the right time, you found the number one podcast. Number one podcast. That entertains that space between your ears. We invite you to relax, pull up a chair, and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. Have an idea? Question. To share your experiences on the show, contact Mousecapades Podcast anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407 674 0414. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen on iTunes, Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. So grab your magic bands. And your Mickey ears, because it's time for another episode of the Mouth Capades Podcast. And welcome back to the Mousecapades Podcast, the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears. This episode, again, is brought to us by TheMagicalMouse.com. The most magical place on earth is at Disney, and all of its magic started with a mouse. From the past to the present and everything in between, they hope to bring some magic to you, wherever you may be. Also, listeners, don't forget to check out our all-new Mousecapades Radio. You can check that out at MousecapadesPodcast.com. Hey, just click on that link on the right-hand side. We play the best mix of authentic Walt Disney World audio for your listening pleasure. You can enjoy on-ride audio, background loops, fireworks shows, parades, resort TV audio, and much more there at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. In this episode, we're discussing Disney live-action films, and there are a lot coming out. A handful of them have already come out. Some are still in the works. One just dropped, Beauty and the Beast, and it was absolutely amazing. Probably by far, yet, my favorite one that has been released by Disney for a live-action film. Ever? Uh, okay, let me rephrase that then. Live-action film based off of one of their animated films in the past. You know, they've done Cinderella, right? Yeah. They've done Maleficent. Well, you know, we'll say, well sort of, you know, right. whatever. And they're coming out with part two. Maleficent was pretty cool and Alice in Wonderland you know through the looking glass and stuff like that but this Beauty of the Beast one was absolutely just amazing well Mary Poppins was live action Ooh, I love so that. Dude, that was good Saving Mr. Banks oh that was good too yes yes well that's what I mean by that I'm sorry so I really should have clarified myself right right I so that's why I ask Vicky you're just staring at me like you're nuts you are nuts <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe we'll have to do a top ten sometime. <laughs> of why I'm nuts? Well, we could do that one, too. Oh, okay. It'll be a short episode. Top 100. Why? Okay. <laughs> I could make a funny joke right now, but I'm going to refrain. Vicky's next to me. She's waiting for it. I'm not going to say Donk. Yeah. Go ahead, Tim. Tim? Well, in this episode, we're going to talk about, like Nick said, these live-action films. And this is all based upon the fact that Beauty and the Beast has done amazing. So they've made almost $700 billion globally. By the time you guys listen to this episode, they'll probably be up to $750 million globally. 
So last week, Disney was quick to come out because of the success and say, hey, guess what? We've got 19 of these films either in pre-production, post-production, or we've got guys writing scripts or gals writing scripts. And uh, they wanted to come out and toot their horn a little bit and get people excited. And uh, so that's what we're going to go over today. And you've put together some wonderful notes, I must say. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm grabbing them right now. Let's see here. Oh, I have one to share there. I know, that's why I was sharing with you. All right. Sweet, thank you. There's two there, aren't there? No, there's only one. Oh, oh, sorry. It's all good. It's all good. You suck, Tim. I've got it. Oh, there's two. Who sucks now? (laughs) (laughs) The two teachers in the room can't count. Uh, The paper was so... Smooth and pristine that they just, they adhered to each other. High quality. Yeah, high quality paper. I hope you take all this out. (laughs) No, I'm not going to take this out. From your job or was this from your house? I did this at home. Okay. That'd be considered theft if you did it at the office, right? Right. Okay. So are we talking about each individual movie or what are we doing, friends? Well, I kind of want to just go over them, touch base and get everybody's thoughts. Good, because I have some thoughts on a few of them. I was looking at it last <laughs> night, and I'm like, what? Yeah, so we'll just start at the top in Lion King. They've started filming it. Um, I hope it's as good as Beauty and the Beast. Well, Jungle Book did really well, and I'm thinking like animal themed, right? So you look at Jungle Book, amazing as far as how the characters were animated. Portrayed, yeah. yeah. You only had one actual live actor, which was Mowgli, and, but... In the beating the beast, the beast didn't look too great at times. Right. This one, I hope they t- took notes from what they did right with uh, Jungle Book. Well, John Favreau's directing this. Okay. This so he did right, Jungle Book. Did. So, so this has a lot already. Right. But there isn't a person to carry it. That, that that was one of my concerns. Like, I think Mowgli really talking to an, talking to the big black thing. He was an amazing. Get <laughs> closer, honey. I know, but I don't want to breathe on you. That's fine. He you was. Can am, on me all you want. He was amazing for the age that kid was to be doing that movie i was impressed well i don't think he'd been in anything else either right no no yeah that's that's hard right that's all he did that all in front of green screen right so i'm just curious i don't want to belittle or think that they can't do it because you know disney can do whatever they want but i can't imagine it's going to be as good as beating the beast yeah i am on the same page as you it's not going to have the music Oh, the same get way. Out of here. So they're going to do some of it, but they're not going to do all of it. That's the article I read. What? So I have the same concern with this one. How you know? How are they going to take some of that music out? And maybe now that they've seen the success of Beauty and the Beast, they may say, you know what? Let's keep it. Well, you're going to have some of the good ones, like I can't wait to be king. You know that's going to be in there. You know the beginning's going to be in there, right? Well, that, that it's iconic. You got to have that. Uh. What else? Uh, Timon and Pumbaa, when they sing Akuna Matata. You know, that's got to be in there. So I think those three alone I, I are must. Know. Well, and then the love song. Um, and it's, oh. it's I'm drawing a blank on that. Can you feel, can you feel the love? Song. Yeah. You think they'll bring back Elton John? <laughs> yes. I, I hope so. I don't well, think they, they didn't bring back the original he... singers for Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, so maybe they don't. Yeah, but, but he's still singing. And that is his least. song, though, right? Yeah. But he wrote it. He did write that one. Yes. Have you read about that in the book yet? Have not gone that far. <laughs> I've read about that in the book. Big. Nick's gonna call you at two a.m. Yeah. And he's gonna be like, Tim, are you ready to talk? I need to talk about this book. So interesting story. 
and listeners, we're talking about the book Disney War here, and Nick and I are reading it. Um, John Katzenberg uh, wanted to cut Can You Feel the Love Tonight? And he wanted to cut Circle of Life, and there was a big fight, and um, yeah, so we see who ended up winning that. But The man that didn't want to have any part of that film either. He was all Well, board. he came up with the idea. Well, he was on board with Aladdin, but did not want to have anything to do with Lion King. Well, no, he came up with the idea. Katzenberg did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was obsessed with Africa because in the 70s, he had done a film over there and uh, kind of just as a showrunner, I guess is what it was. But he became obsessed with it. And he thought that that it would be really cool to do this coming of age type of film set in Africa after they began the filming. Uh, somebody came up to him and said, hey, you know, this is a lot like Hamlet. You really should just do Hamlet and tweak it a little bit. And that's where the idea came from. But he pestered John uh, Elton John so much that Elton John got a hold of um, some of the producers and said, hey, if he doesn't stop calling me and bugging me, I'm pulling out and I'm taking my music with me. So Eisner ended up having to step in. So, wow. Yeah, it's a very interesting story. But, you know, in that book, it explains that he's like a wolf, though. Oh, yeah, that, absolutely. That guy. In sheep's clothing? He was probably five foot four, so. But he was like a wolf. He got the job done. And, you know, his nickname at Disney was Mom. Mom? Mom. Eisner was dad, and oh, Katzenberg man. was Mom. And part of that was his stature. Yeah. So, but, yeah, That's there's there's quite a lot of interesting stories Um about some of these films that are getting redone that, that do pose some questions. You know, I, I'm not sure that, that Elton John would want to come back. I hope he does. And speaking of Lion King, when they do remake it, or not remake it, but when they do the live action film, wouldn't it be awesome? Like, you know Scar's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, they need to bring back, who is it that did it on Broadway? Um, well, who did the voice? Jeremy Lloyd, uh, uh, Jeremy Irons? Irons. Yeah, yeah they, they need him to do that. Yeah, so part of the reason that that character turned out the way it did was because uh, in the movie Hamlet, or in the, the book, the play Hamlet, um, you know, Hamlet's uncle kills the father, right? right. So uh, that, that role was not as dark in the original when they were first screen testing it. And when Katzenberg realized, hey, you know what? This really is kind of like Hamlet. They went back and rewrote that and made it a lot darker and tweaked the voices and everything to make it sound the way it sounds. They use a lot of computer-generated um, voice things. That's another song. Sorry, it just came into my head. The Scar song, Be Prepared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that would have to be in there, too. The, the Wicked Laugh have to have that. So how do they do it without... I, I just don't know how they do it without any of these. I realize it when they start doing it. So, uh, and The next movie is Maleficent 2. First one was great. Loved it. I thought it was good, too, and they purposefully left the ending open-ended, so, you know. Keep Angelina Jolie in it? Yeah, and so... It's so dark. I had heard that, or I had read that they signed her to two films when they signed her originally, so she'll be in it. Awesome. Um, you know, unless something happens. So your small child watched this movie? No, I never said that. No, I'm just asking you. I, no, I just he's think not, he has not seen it. It's so dark, and I, I think that, I don't know. It's just hard for me to see that as a Disney movie. So is the Marvel series. Yeah, lately they have been. And that's all about Disney. It's dark. I don't watch Disney. 
Black Cauldron. That was dark. Which I they're, they're making into a movie. I see. Yeah. Now the cartoon didn't do that well, and it was actually it was called it was too dark. Right. And that's what drew people away from Disney. But I think that's what it's come. We've come full circle. I think the people are into that now. Well, and I think one thing that that has happened is that we've had Harry Potter and we've had Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and some of those darker fantasies have been out there. They could redo the Black Cauldron and it could be successful. So so Disney in the book, did they mention they passed on the Lord of the Rings series? I don't recall. I'm not that okay. far. No, I was well you're further than me, yeah. my friend. So so far they have not. Okay. But did they? I don't know. I caught I thought I caught something with I don't know, was Iger tied up with that when he was with Paramount, right? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I, I really don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'll go back and, and look at that. Uh, I also see that you have another we have another Jungle Book two coming out. Yeah, so Jungle Book Two, they've got a script in the works and uh, because the first one was so successful. I don't know how they're going to... So, you know, going back and rewatching this film, the way that he gets, you know, out of the jungle and everything is kind of odd, shall we say? You know, it's a little bit weird. Well, he's brought back to the, man, the man-cub the village. Man, right. You know, like, he's brought back to the village. And that, is that where, that's where you're left off, right? That's where you're left off. And so, I don't know if it's going to be... Uh, you know, so there's an animated second version of the film. Uh, that Disney did, you know, they Jungle Book 2. Well. So I don't know if they're going to follow that. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do. Or they're going to try to have him live in harmony with Man Cub and the animals. Yeah. Bridge the gap between the two, bring understanding, you know. I, I really don't know. Between two cultures? I mean, so it's really no different. to the animals. <laughs> Maybe. Do we know who's, um, and I noticed on here the next one is Aladdin. So, and you said they're filming in August. Do you know who the director is for that one by any chance? I don't know off the top of my head. Um... But they have released that info. Oh, I was just curious if you knew. Which is going to be awesome. So talk about some songs they must have for Aladdin. A whole new world. whole new world's got to be in there. Uh, well, the intro. A friend Like Me. For sure. Oh, yeah. Has to be in there. Sad, though, that Robin Williams can't play Well, that. so that's a problem. You know, right? So you, we've talked about this. We voiced our own right. opinions off air and... Explain a little. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it without Robin Williams. They're going to have to either make it a little bit darker and go in a completely different direction, keep the storyline, but I, I don't know how they do it. I really don't. he doesn't have any kids that are in, in the acting field, right? Not no, that I know like, of. When uh, John Ritter died, his son, I don't know if you've seen him in anything, is yeah. him. And so, I mean, if they could have that where you could he could take over for his dad, I mean, not, it's not ideal, but... Well, I know after last week's episode when we discussed this, I went back and looked it up, and it's 25 years that his voice or likeness cannot be used. That's crazy. You say likeness, too. Right. So, and uh, so the genie kind of looks like him. Like Vicky was uh, saying, right. you know, they kind of always paint that. That caricature of them. Uh, the genie is the comic relief of the whole film. So the genie has to be a comical character. Without the genie, the film falls apart. It totally does. Without the genie, you have no film. Right. So, him and um, Billy Crystal went to, they were college roommates, correct? That's what I'm pretty sure I remember. Yeah. I would see Mike if Billy Crystal was the. So same problem. Place. I would be like, that's Mike Wazowski. That's like watching that's uh, Beauty and the Beast and thinking Olaf. Right. That's true. I was just thinking that 
since they were so close, maybe he could. I know he can never sound like him, but he and himself is is funny. I tell you what I would do if I was Disney. And I don't know if you guys have seen any of these YouTube people that do voices and, and sing some of the songs in different voices. I'd go out onto YouTube and I would just look for some new young raw talent and find somebody because I guarantee somebody's out there that can do it. Oh, I'm sure. For sure. But it can't. But the fact that it, he signed something for 25 years that no voice can be in his likeness. Is that what it's saying? They can't use his voice or likeness. What do you mean by likeness? So... Images of so him. Like CGI. That, right. That's what I'm thinking. Well, or um, or him, like in marketing material. But what about someone? Could his wife override that? Acting like him and, and that that can mimic his voice. I it's think that that's his a, voice. Yeah. So I think that there would be a fine line that somebody would have to try and maneuver across. That but would be your best bet. It's not his voice. I wonder if that's a loophole. You know, they so Disney owns the all of the content and how he was directed and the final product, right? And he did that for scale. You know, he had been in rehab and had lots of issues and then ended up doing Dead Poets Society. And that was for Disney as well, you know, through Touchstone. And Disney kind of gave him a springboard back into acting, you know, his career in acting. So when they asked him to come and do Aladdin, he said, yeah, absolutely, I'll do this, and I'll do it at scale. So it was $600 a day he was paid to do that, or $500 a day to do that. And um, But Disney owns all of that stuff. I don't know if they could go back in, because you know, like we talked about, there's hundreds of hours worth of material. If they could go in there and tweak it so it doesn't sound like him, because they own it, but from what I read and understand, even his wife can't, override it because he trusted he, he wrote that into the will and then trusted it to some type of um, like non-for-profit charity so after the 25 years is up they get it it's bizarre but if Disney owns the rights to all that recorded audio could technically by law could they use all that but it's his voice but they own the rights of it right? so that's why I say if they could go in there and tweak it maybe they could use it so, so that's why I say I don't know what the fine line is, and I'm not an attorney, but right, I you know, that, I, I could that would be overruled in court because Disney paid a fine price to have his voice, and if they technically have ownership of that, oh, those files at least, right? I wonder if the will could be overturned. Maybe, it may, so maybe that's what they're going to do. I don't think so. He that's in his will. That's not, I thought you meant he signed it when he originally did it. No, that was in his will. 25 years from when he dies? Right. So you have a dead man. Oh, my god. Well, here's the thing. You have a dead man that has no say in the matter anymore. Why, why does he even have a, a voice, in, no pun intended, no. in this opinion or, you know, or in this matter when he's dead and gone? Well, he didn't want anybody to profit off of him. Not even you know, his spouse? Yeah, I mean, and so I understand why you wouldn't want somebody to profit off of you and, and take advantage of you. And a lot of that probably happened because you've seen in the past... Uh, actors like Marlon Brando, right? He passed away and people have used him. Um, John Wayne, Elvis Presley, of course, his is going to the estate, but that went through court as well. And I wonder if there'll be any loophole because of the fact that it was suicide. I mean, kill himself, if that has any determination in it as well. Maybe, but yeah. I think no matter what, it's going to have to be adjudicated. Right. So. Let's move on. Dumbo. Good conversation. I, okay, so I, I saw this. I think they have the right director for this. It's right Seriously? up his alley. Oh, Tim Burton, yes. 
This is right up Tim Burton's so alley. dark. No, he is. You know, another animator for Disney. Yep. You know, who went off and did his own thing. Uh, and then came back, but... They asked for him back. Right. Yeah. So, Dumbo, perfect. You know, because he did Alice in, the Alice in Wonderland series. I know, Which I it's... think was right down his alley as well. I think... For Dumbo, the whole circus-esque yeah. feel, the the funny feel to it. The, you oh know, no, the, I can the see him doing effect. it. I think it's I think it's great. I don't. I'm not a Tim Burton fan. I'm not, guys. But and Dumbo is one of my favorites. And me not even being a Tim Burton fan, but I love Dumbo. I think this is right down his alley where he can be a creative genius with this. I think it's gonna come out. But just I think fine. he's gonna make it. I know. I can see what too he's... circus darkish like. Kids aren't gonna want to go to a circus. Well, I well no, they're closing circuses. them all anyways. Yeah, they're, they're no longer. <laughs> they don't exist anymore. There's one. Well, I could see them one doing time. it more like when he did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You know, that wasn't too dark. No, not at all. Just creepy. bizarre. Yeah, it was just weird. Creepy, but that movie in itself was creepy, right? But so is Dumbo, right? So I mean, Dumbo's a little bit darker. They've cast two actors. Be. Is Johnny Depp one of those? <laughs> he tends to work with Tim Burton. And then his wife. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So, what do you what do you think, Tim? No, I'm looking forward to that. I think I think they absolutely picked the right person for it. He is big and bold, and the colors are there. And my thought exactly was the circus. I think big top, big time, just over the top. It's gonna the, be great. I want the listeners to weigh in on this one because I'll be I'll be curious to see what they have to say. Shoot us a text four zero seven six seven four zero four one four. Or email us, mousepagepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about Tim Burton directing Dumbo. I think it's great. Mulan. So November 2nd of 2018, and they're casting that role, uh, the roles for that as well. They want an entire Asian cast. That's good. I, I'm glad. Yeah, stay with it. I, I, hope, I hope you can't tell the difference, though, between you know a Japanese person and a Chinese person <laughs> in the cast. No, that will bug me. Well, if I see the different race, that will bug me. Well, and it's easy to spot. Right. It really is. This is this was just not one of my favorite no, I'm not cartoons gonna, I'll at all. I'll see it. I'll see it because it's Disney. I'm going to be like you and see it on DVD like you told me. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably. Because I said, you have to go see that movie. What was it? Oh, Moana. I'll wait till it comes out on DVD. <laughs> yeah, see that one? I don't... It's out on DVD. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? No, everyone loves it. Uh, I've seen just, half. I'm like, I don't know. It just does. I mean, it looks funny. But it also reminds me of Madagascar. Yeah, it does nothing for me. Just the image itself. The image it portrays reminds me of Madagascar. Well, in the story, I don't, I, I don't follow. No, I'm not saying the story so I don't like know. it, but I don't even know the story. I don't, I don't know. know. I liked it. Uh, but Mulan, be interesting. Peter Pan, I, I can't wait. So they do a Peter Pan like every few years. Somebody does. So what's right? up with that? So why was do it we last think that's year? the most popular? Is all I'm asking. It combines everything: adventure, pirates, fantasy, flying around for crying out sake. Well, and and, and Walt's kind of vision, right? You never yeah. have to grow up. Well, you no, know? I get that part, but Hook pirates, is out. Pir- oh, well, so Hook was good. I really liked Hook, but they just did Pan, and I don't know if you guys saw that or not. I've, I watched pieces right. of another it. Robin yeah. Williams with Hook, uh, by the way. Right, right. that's what I said. You know, and it was good. It was good. But I didn't like Pan. It had the Wolverine in it. And so I just, I can't think of his name, Agreed. but I didn't care Hugh for Jackman. it. Hugh Jackman. Thank you. Um, I don't know. But the same gentleman who did Pete's Dragon is going to be directing this. And I, th- I liked Pete's Dragon. That was one of my favorites when I was younger growing up. Okay. And so I really liked the remake that they did. 
Um, but yeah, David Lowry is going to do it. I think what Disney's trying to do here is kind of just really stick it to Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers released Pan and it they spent millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to do it and it just failed. It bombed. It really did. Yeah, it was bad. It was. But really I'll go bad. back and watch Waterworld though. Really? Kevin Costner? Yeah. And the Postman? <laughs> you ever seen that one? Oh, tell me you like it. But I'm you won't watch those apocalyptic movies though. But you won't watch Moana. No. You're gonna problem. <laughs> really? Are you, I thought you were into the whole sci-fi-esque. No, I like those two okay. movies too. I just didn't want to admit it on the air. So, oh, I don't care. So Cruella, I can't wait to see Emma Stone in that role. I think she's gonna be great. I because like Emma Stone. It's so different than any. You don't like her? No, I like. I love oh, her. I, you said I think I she's don't great. Like Emma Stone. No. no, I just. It's diverse from anything she's done because she's always been so nice. I'm not 101 Dalmatians fan. I don't know that they're I, doing I, it. But I hope this is on her perspective. So that's what I've read. Being, okay, you have. Yeah, I didn't know. That's I what I've read. I haven't read anything on this, but I'm hoping it's her perspective. So she's saying she's not a being, bad person? Of being evil. No. So what I read is it's the story leading up just before. Okay, good. Which I think would be awesome. Good, because no one wants... Yeah, but, yeah, and you know what? You know what's really awesome about these? Is that you get the pre... You know, the, the backstory on characters that you grew up watching and loving, and and uh, it gives diversity. So this is scheduled to be released 2018. Right. Yeah, so they have several of them that were listed. One, two, three, at least four scheduled for next year. Wow. So we'll see if they can do it. So others that are rumored to be in development, Tim, what yeah. are they? So all of these movies, like Nick said, they're rumored to be in development, but scripts are actively being written, and there's enough information out there to, to really believe that they're going to happen. And one I see already that I like that I mentioned, but I did not know it was in rumor to be developed. Keep going, though. Start at the top here. Yeah, so we'll just start at the top, James and the Giant Peach. There's a movie, though, James and the Giant right. Peach. Right, and it was stop action, um, claymation. Yeah. So they're going to redo that because it didn't do very well. Uh, the Little Mermaid. This looks, I, just, just the sound of it, I'm Lin-Manuel getting excited. Awesome. Yeah. So they have announced who's going to direct it. Um, but Universal is working on one as well. And so um, and Disney is probably, so they just announced that this past week. that um, So they're probably working to try and get it out before Universal does try and beat them to the punch because of the 1987 version of Little Mermaid, right? But I bet you Universal's version might... I'm just... I have nothing to base this off of. I wonder... They're going to go with this perspective. Stick to more of a pirate's theme. Not Eric being a pirate, but just voyages on the open sea and running into this Little Mermaid. Could you see that happening? Yeah, I could see him sticking more to, to the original darker, Grimm. To a darker version. Yeah, the Grimm story than... fairy tale. So have you ever seen the stage version of this, The Little Mermaid? I have not. No. Okay, so that's, it was at the college for the last two weekends. And we thought this was... But is that depicted straight from the Broadway? I guess so, because in the cartoon... Is there Broadway? Yeah, there's a Broadway. Little Mermaid? I believe is so. Is there? I don't know. I don't know. Look it up. Here, I'll look it up. Keep I believe going. so, but anyways... So when we got done, Angela said the same thing I did was I didn't remember that King Triton and Ursula were brother and sister and that they were fighting mm. over the ocean. And that was how they had the storyline going in this. So it was interesting to me. I don't know that you learned that. Yes, it is on Broadway, guys. I, I didn't I know was. that you learned that in the animated film, do you? It, no, it's no, not. No, you and that's don't. We, so that'd be kind of cool. 
they could write that in. So one I didn't put on here was a movie just about Ursula. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, that would be pretty cool, too. So they could tie that in. Well, the songs that they use for that that I know were not in Little Mermaid, the Ursula songs, they could totally make a whole thing about how right. her kingdom was taken away when the beloved boy was born. Because apparently there were sisters, but because the boy was born, he inherited this whole kingdom, this underwater kingdom. They could go, you know, forever on that. And I hope they don't stick to the template, the, the Ursula template, where she's big, fat, and nasty. Because the way she looks now, she doesn't look cruel. She doesn't look evil. She looks just disgusting. Yeah. Like, just, like, nasty. Like, with nasty, like, her. nasty fat. Right. And so, I would rather, yeah, with barnacles. Yeah. That's I would rather have play. an evil, like, just yeah. an evil Ursula, right? Yeah, I agree. That'd be pretty cool. And so, I thought this was interesting with Pinocchio, because, do you remember the Pinocchio? I think it came out in the early 90s. Oh, that's right. With the kid from uh, the hardware show, Toolman. Jonathan Tool, uh, T- Taylor Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Um, because Kaylee watched that movie, and I thought it was out by Disney. Yeah, Tim Allen. But no, the, no, no. The Who are you talking about? Pinocchio. There's a Pinocchio. Oh. We have it at our house. Really? I'm sure that you could watch it oh, because who, Kaylee. Which one off that show plays it? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, really? the middle boy. Really? Or was he the older? He the older not, boy. The voice of. He was in the middle. Yeah, middle. The voice of Lion King. Right. Exactly. Simba. And I was pretty sure Disney... I'll have to look now, because when I saw that one, I didn't read that last night, and I was like, wait a minute, they did a Pinocchio, and I swore Disney was the one that did it. Rod Howard, he's directing this film. That'll be good. Um, Robert Downey Jr., you have on here, Tim provided this for us, thank you, uh, has confirmed that he will be starring in this film. Right. That's got me excited. So is he going to be Geppetto? He's going to be the I bet you guy. he will be Geppetto. Oh, He'll really? be Geppetto. Yeah. He plays a good old man. Yes. Have you seen him? Oh, yeah. No, but I totally could man. see him as the swindler that comes and tries to trick Pinocchio. No, 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 no. Mm. Geppetto. With, with, yeah. with the old glasses and the gray hair. He'd be perfect. Toy maker. Oh, he'd be great. I don't totally... I totally see him as the evil person because he always... Oh, I totally Would you ever see him in Chaplin? Dude, good. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. That's what, and that's so that's what, what I'm I'm thinking think of. Yep. You are too. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be great. I think it's going to be great. I can't wait for this one to come out because Pinocchio is one of my faves, man. Um, the Sword and the Stone. So I really want to see this. Sword and the Stone is one of my favorites. You guys um, talk about it all the time. Yeah, I love it. Man. Yeah, it's great. I wish they'd An do more stuff down in the parks with it. Yes, a very underrated cartoon. Yeah, absolutely. Have you pulled the sword out of the stone yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, I haven't been able to. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Only the secret prince. Well, I heard if you if you do though, I get to stay in the castle. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool if it actually unlocks. <laughs> that'd be right? awesome. Oh, can you imagine like the line? Space, like holy, you know, can like, you imagine the line for that? Oh my gosh, man! You know, like one day it just it unlocked, and no uh, one ever knew it. you could actually pull it out. That'd be awesome. They're gonna have a comedy on Prince Charming. Um, I can't wait <laughs> to see that one. I know. If it's anything like the Shrek version of Prince Charming, it's gonna be great. I love their. I rendition. don't like that character. Oh, I love their rendition of Prince Charming. We're jumping no, he's ahead. Annoying. We're jumping ahead, but Sorry. Sword in the Stone looks great. So they're going to do this only because Warner Brothers is working on King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. So just in case it doesn't do well, that bums me out because I'd really like to see them remake this film, and uh, they could do they could just do exactly what they did with the animated, and I'd be so happy. But I love the competition between this film, right? Peter Pan and everything else because they're going to try each party's going to try to make it better. Oh, yeah. Disney will win. You think? 
Oh, yeah. I'm anxious to see the Little Mermaid rendition of both. You know one's going to be darker than the other. Which is fine. And I have a feeling it's going to be Universal's. That's fine. That makes it two complete films, and they right. don't have to compete with each other. And I hope it's just... I hope it is like that. Yeah. Uh, Prince Charming. Yeah, so it's supposed to be a comedy. Like Vicky was saying, and I don't know how they do... I mean, is the guy a bumbling idiot? I, well, I he was think. on Shrek, so yeah. I mean, if they're building off that, I guess it's okay. So I don't know. There's not a lot of info on it, though. It'll be like... Uh, Austin Powers. And again, this next one. <laughs> the next one, we're back to the genies again, a prequel to Aladdin. So how are they going to do that without Robin Williams? So I think they well, can because, yep, it's 10 of them. So I think that they could do it because each one's going to be different and unique. So I wonder if we'll go into the whole historic aspect of the gen. Right? Well, so it's supposed to be set like millenniums before. Which is great and go into that tradition. Right. Of the gen and how evil they really are. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. I'm down for it. Like that, I mean, you know, the, the whole history behind the gen, their mischievous creatures and stuff like that. I think that'd be really cool. Sort of like a Billiken, you know? And figure out who put him in that lamp. Oh, uh, let's see here. Yeah, like how did the gen get right. placed in the lamps, you know? How how did the genie that we know of with Robin Williams become the genie? Yeah, I mean, it's a total origin story, for sure. I mean, sure. he said he was stuck in there for how long? For millennia. Yeah, right? millennia. When he's high-fiving the road. Like, what are they doing in their lamp when they're just in there, you know? They're not doing anything. Watching CNN all day long, and they're like boxers. <laughs> How boring! Praying right. for someone che- to let them Cheetos, out. Cheetos, one stuck to the side of the mouth. <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Your favorite. So I, what did I say though? I hope they redo all these awesome films, but don't touch Snow White. Yeah, well, sorry. They are actually doing it, and the guys who did the music in La La Land are writing the music for it. Well, then it should be good. That I know apparently just, won a lot of awards. It did yeah. Win a lot of awards. So, I just hope, like we've talked about before, that they don't do the dwarfs like they do in uh, Once Upon a Dream, or what is it, Once Upon, on the TV show, the TV ABC. Show, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, Once Upon a Time. You're about how they're depicted as, like, very serious, darker characters. Darker- no, I don't mind that so much, as I mind that they're using, like, normal size actors, and they're shrinking them down for some right, of those guys. Right. yeah. And, I agree with you. You know, we've talked about Much it before. Cheesy. The other thing is, are they going to use the name dwarfs? Because that is offensive, offensive to some people. Everything's offensive. Disney still, Disney still uses it. They do. They don't. They have not changed it. You bring up a good point. I am shocked now that you say that. But they haven't changed it. You know, Snow White and the little people. <laughs> Snow White and the seven little people. How about the seven wills? So this is a serious question. Is dwarfs as offensive as midgets because i know if you go back and you read some of these original film uh stories that they're referred like that and so it did change dwarf sounds cooler it flows better it sounds you know it sounds like like fantasy like you know like you're a dwarf like you're and i'm being serious because i don't know sorcerer or something right you know since it's been changed once if it could be changed again I, i think midget i think saying midget is offensive I would see. I don't even say midget or dwarf, and that's that's because we're both short. Well, I am borderline midget and dwarf. See, I just totally contradict myself. <laughs> I'm borderline little person. I really am. I'm five five. People. Uh, my mother's four nine. I think I she's just say. what an inch or two away from actually I going, always have to, going to the little people park. Can she get on any of the rides? You know, I should probably. Oh, you mean oh, like the rides now? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Can. Um, but. I hope they all have their personalities. 
Right. Sneezy, dopey, sleepy, all that stuff, grumpy. I hope they, they keep them that way. Yeah, I agree. You and, can't and, lose that. And they are the comic relief. Like, they right. are funny. You can't have them. You can't change them up, shrink them down, like you say. Right. They gotta look cartoony. Yeah, you know? no, I agree. With the round nose and cheeks. They gotta have it. And I hope they use prosthetics and they don't CGI it. Can you elaborate on that? Well, you know how we talked about... You know how we talked about... Um... <laughs> Come on, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, when we were talking about Beauty and the Beast last week... The Beast like, using prosthetics. Right. No, I get it. I get it. No, I understand. Okay. I was just hoping... And I'm changing the subject now. Rose Red. You just want to move it along, sister. That's what you well, want to do. Well, um... Now, what do we got? Rose Red. All right. So this is a spinoff of Snow White. But it... Do, are you really interested in that? Do you really... I love the side stories and the backstories. I do too, to learn more. Oh, yeah. And Stuff that you didn't think about when you were a kid, but you do right. as an adult. Yeah, expand the universe. Yes. Make Maybe it Rose big. Red hates Snow White. You know, I believe love should be multiplied, not divided. Aww. I stole that from Sister Wives. You ever see that show? Yes. So Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> it sucks. I like in. this storyline. <laughs> it totally does. I love this storyline of Winnie the Pooh. As an adult, Christopher yes. Robin returns yes. to his wooded forest oh, to reunite with his childhood. It's kind of like Hook. Friends. Yes. Yeah, the Hook story. Yes, thing. exactly. Like that. Instead of just redoing the that same story an awesome over and over. twist to it. I yeah. like it. They could do, you know, Disney really has close. a cash cow in some of these films if they would broaden it like that. Do, yeah, you're right. God, you're right. Man. They're Tink- doing the same thing kind of with Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, which I wouldn't mind seeing. Reese Witherspoon, though, eh? Uh, yeah, it's just gonna be voice, know, right? Man. Oh, it's okay. animated. It? It's not. I mean, it's not gonna be like. Uh, it look like her? Well, I'm sure they will a little bit, but Julia it's not gonna Roberts. be like Julia Roberts and Hook. Yeah, Julia Roberts didn't look like Tinkerbell in mine. No, no, she did. She was not the right person for Tinkerbell. Right, and she was coming off Pretty Woman. Tinkerbell's well, got to look the part. She's got to be witty, right? Smart, right? Funny at the same time. Just super cute, you know? Yeah. And that's bubbly. And so who would you Not cast? hot, not sexy, but just cute. Yeah. I'm asking, well, that's a good question. I, who would I have? What blonde character would you cast as that? Well, okay, anybody I can got, dye their hair, but... I, I have... Emilia Clark. Emilia Clark? Yeah. Uh, she's name? cute, but I don't know. Mother she's Dragon's baby. Yeah. Thrones. Is she no, Disney she be, brand, though? She would be the... Per- well... Yeah, I mean, so there's issues. Yeah, but they cut ties, and you know what I mean? (laughs) She'd be perfect, Tinkerbell. I should start a petition. Who's with me out there, (laughs) listeners? Text us, 407674. You know who I bet they use is somebody off the Disney Channel that's some young, rising actress. Yeah, they probably will. They probably will. I mean, that's their minor league system, right? Yeah, and it pays off every time. Big time. And that is is Tinkerbell, right? She's a younger, like, what is she? She's a fairy. I don't know, I mean fairy, but I mean, like, how old do we know? Is no. she someone that looks like she's in her teens, but is actually like 100 years old? I don't know the backstory on fairies, but I probably would say yes. She's don't supposed fairies, to be young because Peter Pan's supposed live to be young. like super long time? Yeah, I would think. And she's using that blonde-headed girl, which I can't think of her name, that, from uh, oh, yeah, that, girl blonde, me- that blonde-headed girl. Girl yeah. meets wife? world. Yeah, they can use your wife. Girl okay. meets world. Did you watch that show? No, she's too old no. for that role. The teenager on there? No, my wife. <laughs> and you know what my son said? We're not saying We're not repeating that. that. was really mean. <laughs> I'm not getting in that doghouse. Well, me either. She don't listen. I hope not. We spoiled the beans earlier. Yeah, she don't. We don't either. Okay. Night on Bald Mountain. So, do you guys remember the last segment in Fantasia? 
You only see this character up there for, I don't know, a minute maybe? That big dragon-looking guy? Yes. Okay. That Walt was obsessed with, though, right? Right. Yep, absolutely. So, Draconia? Is that how you say it? This was Walt's favorite cartoon of any cartoon that he had made by the time he passed away. Right. And did you know that he wanted that not just to be a one-and-done, but he wanted that to be a living feature film he wanted them to continue and Roy to didn't evolve. want to do it well no one else wanted to do nobody it. wanted to touch it because it was kind of Walt's legacy and uh, Roy ended up coming around to it which is why but we ended up with Walt, Fantasia too. didn't Walt want to do that before Snow White or am I mistaken all along wasn't it Fantasia was his original idea that he wanted to promote so get go like it was Fantasia He's yeah and it never happened no no I'm saying in general <laughs> and, it, and it never happened well it didn't happen so, because they didn't have the revenue they didn't have the money and so they needed Snow White to save the studios to be able to afford to do something like this because they they knew it wasn't going to be a commercial success didn't uh didn't the Silly Symphonies fund the money for Snow White I mean I know he ran out of money halfway through the process right of making Snow White he right had to, he had to go to US Bank but I don't know. And I know Beauty and the Beast and Fantasia apparently were two films that Walt had his heart set on right. from day one when they created. Well, we see how long videos. it took for Beauty and the Beast no to get kidding. done. He was right. long gone. Well, no, everyone kept telling him no. No, no, right. no. They, they, they wouldn't agree to it. Crazy. Nuts. All right. So so this one, original, it's from Fantasia. It's that character that you see at the end. Any Any background on this? I don't know anything more than that. His name is, uh, they're writing the script, and his name is Draconia or Dr- Dracoma or, starts with a D. Now, is that the dragon that you can see in Animal Kingdom? Mm. There's a dragon that's in Animal Kingdom. You, you would miss it. It's next to a pond uh, if you weren't looking for it. Oh, I, I, I believe it's in Animal Kingdom. It's the only dragon on property that you'll, that you'll see. Well, as far as... Uh, a stage dragon. I'm not talking about the shows or or the uh, or the lights or any of that because there are dragons any, on that. Yeah, or any of that or the parades. This is actually something physical in the park. No, but now you're going to make me want to go and look for it. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I mean, I'm not an Animal Kingdom guy, so I'll have to Keep check talking, it out. I'm going to look it up because the next one uh, is really what brought the Disney Animation Studios down in the first place before the Renaissance era took place. And they started creating great films or animation films like uh, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and The Lion King. This was the last one that broke the camel's back. But they're remaking it into a live-action film, which I think is amazing. I think it's awesome. Yeah, so a couple months ago, Disney bought the rights to the Chronicles of Pridian. I I don't know how to say that. Pridian? Pridian series? Um, But that's the series that the Black Cauldron was taken from. So the Black Cauldron was a small portion of this overall series. It's still unclear whether or not they're going to remake the Black Cauldron or if they're going to redo the entire series. That's what I was going to say. If, they, if it goes big, they'll probably do the whole series. Yeah, and I think if I was them, I'd start at the beginning of the series and kind of do like the, uh, yeah, like a Chronicles of Narnia, maybe. Um, but do the entire thing. You know, you're buying the whole thing. You might as well do the whole thing. Don't pull a Star Wars where you do the third episode or fourth episode and then go back and you have all this content. <laughs> it's crazy and how do you keep up? I, I don't know. You know, there's 19 of these things though that that they're getting ready to redo. And you know, like you were saying earlier, Vicky, 
Disney, at one time, they had a release schedule for their animated films, one every four years. Right. And now it seems like we're getting films every other month. You know, this year, well, we had just just had Beauty and the Beast, and then next month we have a Disney nature film coming out right. with the pandas. But then in June, we're, we're at doing Cars. Um, so it's every month here that they're going to be releasing some of these things. Disney makes so much money on these films. It's really carrying the parks right now. And if I had to, to venture a guess, it's probably paying for some of these uh, park improvements you know, that they've got going on, like Pandora, like Toy Story Land. And, um, you know, I think as long as they're going to keep making money, they're going to ride this train all the way to the bank. Oh, for sure. They'd be foolish not to. about the money. Right? So the original concept of Animal Kingdom, they were supposed to have a lot of dragons and mythical creatures. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be fantasy as well. Well, they they decided not to go that route, but they did leave one idea behind, and they do have a dragon in the park. Where is it? So that's their argument for Pandora. Right. So that's what they've been trying to do lately. There's a lot of Disney fans like us who are kind of on the edge about Pandora. And so, you know, they're they're really trying to market towards us and say, hey, guess what? You guys are big fans of Disney, but you're not fans of Pandora. Except if you're fans of Disney, the Animal Kingdom was originally meant for some of this stuff. We're just getting to it a little bit late, you know. I think Pandora, if you look at it from that angle, fits in. I mean, these are the flora and the fauna of the land are amazing. It's going to look beautiful. I, I'm glad they're doing the extra magic hours at night because everything's supposed to be right. lit up and everything. Um, so I'm really kind of excited about that. And it's really growing on me. So, But like we've said before, they could do so many different things at Animal Kingdom with some of the fantasy films that they already have, right. like Sword in the Stone. It'd be amazing. I just, I don't know why they don't do it. They need to do something. If they're going to do a Jungle Book too, I really think they need to do something with that. Yeah, bring Jungle Book into the into Animal Kingdom. I mean, make you feel like you're going through the woods with Mowgli or something. The only thing is, and, and I saw some posts, some people complaining about Pandora and, and one of the rides, uh, the Navi River ride. So people are like, wow, you know, these Imagineers, they sure are creative. Because it's kind of the same thing over and over again. Right. You know, these little boat rides, Small World, Frozen Ever After, um, Navi River. Do we need another boat ride to to go through Jungle Book? I would love it. I mean, I'd be down for it. But how many of those do they need? So in the logo, the yeah. Animal Kingdom logo, there's a dragon smack in right. the middle right underneath the Tree of Life. Now, this park was originally supposed to encompass... All these cool mythical creatures and dinosaurs and beasts and dragons. The fantasy realm. But I think it would be kind of cool if they actually just went through with that. Apparently there was one dragon that was left behind. That since they didn't go with the whole dragons and beastly theme. Uh, it was sort of like a, an homage. What would you call it? Uh, an homage. An homage. Yeah, so an homage to it. Hey, we'll, we'll leave this because this is what it was supposed to be. I don't know where it's at. I can't find anything <laughs> on the web. I know I read it somewhere though. Um, and one of my books in the, from the past, I've read this, but listeners, if, so John, Tiki Garden, you're there all the time, dude. Text, text me. You got my personal cell. Um, anyone else, listeners that are listening right now, for email us, mousepacepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know exactly where this is at, but I think it's surrounding, it's, it's surrounding water, I think, or so, like, there's like a waterfall kind of coming down, and I know, I know it's next to water, 
I know that mm. because I know I've read it and I saw the picture. Yeah, it doesn't I, ring I, a bell I, for I me. I feel really ridiculous well, right now not knowing. They it's closed that me. one whole... I wonder if it's the section that they closed to make Pandora because I know what you're talking about where there was a waterfall, but that was part of the section that they took out to create Pandora. Well, I know that if you look at like all the lamps and the lampshades and even on the Tree of Life itself, there's, you know, some mythical... On the lamps itself, it's um, a dragon. But He's going to find this. It's going to kill me. Yeah, it's just, it's just bugging me to no end. But um, as far as our, as far as our, you know, our review of the live-action film that Disney has coming out in the next few years and what they're working on and projected and even rumored, this is a great list. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see some of this stuff come out. I hope some of the stuff that's rumored actually is in development. Like, like, like The Little Mermaid. I hope Universal and Disney's back. Yeah, because Lin-Manuel is the guy that did the music for Hamilton, right? I can't wait for Dumbo to come out. That's going to be awesome. You know, Pinocchio. It'd be great if... Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. has actually been casted as... Well, he's confirmed it. So everything... He says he's confirmed it. Yeah, so everything I put down here on the list under rumored, there's enough information to truly believe... Yeah. Did not confirm he's going to be just... So... Disney hasn't come out and said these things, but these individuals have come out and said, yes, this is happening. This is what we're doing. This is, you know, because they'll go on these press junkets, right? And people say, oh, well, what do you got in the works now that you finished, you know, Iron Man 16? Oh, well, I was just cast to be in Pinocchio, you know? So, um, so there's enough information to really believe that these things are moving forward. Whether or not Disney actually picks them up, and green lights them that's another story you know it's happened in the past where they've gone all the way towards uh you know casting people and then they decide that they're gonna shelve it but uh my fingers are crossed because these all look great well thanks for the magicalmouse.com for sponsoring the show listeners go ahead and check out our new radio link for the all new mouse page radio you can check that out at mouse page podcast dot uh, dot com check that out we're playing a whole bunch of audio stuff from disney world disney Land. So, listeners, if you want to come on the show, be the next guest, or have a comment or question, go ahead and text us, 407-674-0414, or shoot us an email, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. That's all soon to change, and we will let you know. That's all soon to change in April. We're going to have a new email address, Tim. That's right. what, yes, sir. That's what we're shooting for. Yep. And we're going to be, oh, we're going to be, hopefully sometime soon, themagicalmouse.com. It's also going to have a new... Uh, I guess division to their to their web address, right? Yeah, and new look, everything. Okay. Outstanding. Thanks again for sponsoring the show. I think it's about that time. Peace. In love. Hakuna Matata. Have a magical day, my